0: Welcome to today's episode. I am very excited to be with you here today. We're going to kind of have a deep dive conversation on today's topic about the power of forgiveness with an amazing woman who you'll meet in just a moment. And just in case you're wondering, like, this is the Get Your Booked On podcast. Like, why are we talking about the power of forgiveness? And The reason why we're talking about the power of forgiveness is because as an author, as a writer, as someone who's here to express and share and bring your light and your message to the world, you can do that much easier, much more fluidly with so much more grace and joy and freedom of expression and liberation if you are not holding on to these hurts and experiences from the past and you've actually moved through the space of forgiveness both for yourself and for others on your journey right transformational authors a lot of times we're writing stuff because we have experienced a lot and not all of it has been wonderful and the more we can forgive the freer we are to actually write, and believe me when you hear from the amazing Yanya a b today on this this conversation you 're going to be so inspired and delighted and um, have a whole perhaps a whole inc- totally new awareness um of forgiveness and its power for you in your life and for you and your expression um through your book in this world. So I am very excited. I actually met Yanya five years ago. We both happened to land and um, we have a common friend in Ken Stone. Some of you I think maybe have maybe heard Ken Stone's episode of the podcast uh months ago actually. Um but we both landed at an event with Ken Stone in Fort Collins, Colorado. And Yanya was just like this beacon of light and amazingness and our paths crossed. And here we are five years later, we just published her second book um, through our company called Forgiveness, a path to create miracles. And Yanya would know because she's a woman whose childhood, you know, happened in Poland during world war two. And then she later faced, you know, challenges in West Africa's civil wars like she she grew up in this, and it very much uniquely prepared her to help so many other people around the world for all the decades she 's been doing this work to overcome you know their problems, their challenges, their issues, their fears, their confusions. Um, Yanya is a gifted energy healer she 's a practitioner she 's a coach, um, and when you hear from her you 're going to understand why she is you know, the voice of forgiveness, pretty much. That's kind of how I envision you, Yanya, is the voice of forgiveness. So welcome, Yanya, to today's episode.
1: My goodness me, what a beautiful introduction. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't think I I measure up to that quite, but but thank you anyway. This is absolutely fabulous to be with you and be speaking with you well you absolutely do
0: measure up in my eyes so um where i want to start and any anyone who knows you you measure up in their in their <laughs> eyes right sometimes it's hard to see ourselves um but where i want to start this conversation all of the conversations on this uh, podcast is like tell us you know where did this spark um this calling to become an author and share your wisdom and your messages begin like childhood dream did it start later in life like
1: um how like what called you to authorship well actually authorship I don't think I've ever been called to that I don't think of myself as an author like some people who will definitely say I want to write books or I want to build a business or I want to be an astronaut or whatever you know I never wanted to write books even though my sister has been asking me to write a biography, which I've always refused to do. And the book came actually from a, from a deep feeling that I have lived through something that was very traumatic and needed an enormous amount of forgiveness. And I, if I could share that with people, to help them um, with their issues. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount of forgiveness. I mean, any forgiveness for anything is always difficult, always. Mm -hmm. So if I can help people um, with that process of how to go through it and why it is that we're stuck in not forgiving, um, the world is going to become a much better place. And even more important than that, people themselves will become, will have a much happier life afterwards, which is after all, what we all want, isn't it? A happier yes. life.
0: Yes. So your calling wasn't so much to the form of words on the page in books. Your calling was to service. Your calling was for healing and it, it took the form of books, which, you know, like I said, we've been blessed. We've published, you know, these two amazing books of yours, um, through our company. But so, so the calling wasn't because some people know like, Oh, I want to be an author and they have no idea what they want to write about. They just know they want to be an author. But you, I hear the service. I hear the love. I hear the desire, um, to facilitate healing for others. And then the form I'm going to choose in addition to the healing work that you do and all of that, this other form I'm going to choose is is authorship so um, i'm t- i'm kind of curious right because your background and some of you listening might feel like you 're making a leap like this, um, but like you were in the import export business right largely in West Africa. And here you've written these two powerful books. The first one we published for you is Your Infinite Power. You know, this most recent one just came out. You can go over to the show notes and get links to Yanya's books, of course. Um, The most recent one is Forgiveness, A Path to Create Miracles, right? These are like self-help spiritual kind of books. So how did you come to know that your life path was in this spiritual field coming out of, you know, a whole other professional life in the
1: import-export world. Like, how'd that happen? <laughs> yes, it seems it seems like a dichotomy, doesn't it? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing is, uh, my professional life, I, I was in Africa, and I was working as, in an import-export company. And um, it so happened that my husband got got killed in a plane crash. Mm. And there were very many um, unclear uh, incidents about that plane crash. And the outcome was pretty horrific because people from villages and from, from the neighboring swamps came with machetes to loot and to take any valuables or money they could find. And when the police finally arrived, Only my husband was still alive, so he was taken to a hospital, got in a coma, and I was never even allowed to see him Mm. during the two days before he died, still in a coma. He never regained consciousness. So that was pretty traumatic. Yes. And I had a 13-year-old son at that time also to, to look after. I had to leave Africa. My my everything was gone because the the work permit was in my husband's name. So I had to leave Africa where I had lived for almost 30 years within one month. So I had no money because the bank account was frozen, of course. There were legal issues. There were Swiss embassy issues. There were police issues. Packing up the house, deciding where to go for a start, you know. Mm. I didn't know where to go. I had nothing anywhere. So, and I had to do all that within one month. With a thirteen-year-old son. With a thirteen-year-old son. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So it was it was a time in my life which was very difficult, and I really felt as if I was moving deep deep through sand because every step I took was a huge effort. And it never even resolved anything. It was leading to more and more difficulties. And finally, after after you know, 28 days or so, a couple of days before my flight out, I just looked around at my half-empty house and thought of all the things that still had to be done, and I knew it was just impossible to get all of that done in the time that was left. Just impossible and I was also mentally emotionally and and physically exhausted and and grieving right I mean yes and grieving and grieving I was absolutely totally exhausted my hair was coming out in handfuls and I had to be there for my son also because my son was adored his father Mm. And I remember I sat down with the thought, I'm just giving up all the struggle to get anything done. I'm okay with whatever happens. I have to get some rest. In two days, I have to organize a new life for my son in a country I didn't know. So I just needed more strength. And I said, if God doesn't step in, I will have no money, nothing, none of my belongings, and I'm okay with anything that happens. And I just sat there, and I believe I even slept in my chair for a little while. <sighs> yeah. and, and then what happened? Within an hour or two, a couple of neighbors showed up, saying, we thought you could use some help with packing. So I just waved my hand around and said, just pack. Everything is there. Just stick it all in boxes and and do it. And later the bank manager arrived with a sheaf of papers to sign and a briefcase full of cash. Oh my goodness, you're kidding me. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding, I tell you. With him came the police commissioner who stayed with me for two days as escort, if you like, as um, protection until he took me to the airport and right into the plane. He didn't leave me for one instant. The consul from the embassy came with permits for whatever. A lawyer came with more papers to sign. And a friend arrived to take my son to the movies and to dinner, which was very welcome. And everything was getting done without me having to go anywhere or do anything except sign papers that were put in front of me. I didn't even know, know what I was signing. They just showed me where to sign and I signed. And oh only my. later.
0: Yeah. Now, I just, and I just say, I don't know about all of you listening, but I have been covered in waves of goosebumps Listening to you, share the story, and there's so many threads I want to pull. I want you to continue, but then i'm gonna i'm gonna pull some threads that I want to make sure um, that you listeners really get. so continue with the story um, and then I'll pull some threads out
1: yeah, well, well, that's the end of the story, basically, because only much later did i when I was on the spiritual path did I realize what had actually happened. I had totally surrendered to God without even knowing that that was a surrender. I was okay with anything that happened. I said, God, if you don't step in, you know, nothing's going to get done. And I'm okay with that. I'll be fine. I need nothing. I want nothing. I just leave everything in the hands of God. I let uh, go of all control. I'm curious, what was
0: your faith journey like prior to that? Like to get to the point where you're like, I let go, right? Like the ultimate surrender. I've got 48 hours. I have all this stuff to do. I'm not doing any of it. I'm going to sleep in my chair. You know, I'll be okay with whatever happens. Yeah. Like what was your, what was your spiritual life like
1: prior to that? Um, Well, prior to that, it was, um, almost non-existent <clears throat> wow yeah because um <clears throat> actually i did have an experience um when i was 12 years old um and as you said i i spent um i was born in poland and i lived through world war Two, and then at the end of world war Two, um <clears throat> we um i left poland my mother uh decided we needed to go get out because it was communism coming in and she wouldn't have her children brought up in that kind of environment. So we basically escaped. Mm. And um, (laughs) funnily enough, in some Swiss lorries that came to Poland with medicines and were going back empty and actually agreed to take a few people, including us, Um, illegally out of Poland, because by then all the borders were closed. There was no way of getting out. So that's how we went. And we finally landed in a strange barracks. It was an American barracks. Funnily enough, you see synchronicities happen all over the place. When I was 12, I sat in a military barracks in the middle of Germany somewhere. Having totally lost my known world, and getting um, getting presents and um, bars of chocolate and uh, toys or whatever from the from the soldiers that were just coming in to give us whatever they could, and I didn't know any of the stuff that they were bringing in i'd never seen chocolate in my life i'd never seen an orange in my life <laughs> wow <laughs> and and one of them just knelt down by the cot i was sitting on and tried speaking to me and then i suddenly realized that i couldn't i couldn't even understand what he was saying i didn't have the language i didn't know english and everything just tumbled down on me and I burst into tears and for no apparent cause such a feeling of relief came over me a release of pressure and the serenity and all of a sudden nothing mattered anymore it didn't matter that I didn't understand it didn't matter that I didn't know anything it didn't matter that I was in a place I had no clue how I got there or how I was going to get out Nothing mattered anymore. That was when I was 12. I I remember that very vividly. And the feeling of relief I had after the death of my husband when I slept in my chair was exactly that. It's a total feeling of relief and a release of pressure and just peace. Just peace.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. So incredibly powerful. And, you know, here's, here's what I want you to take from this because as you are writing your books, right? I know because I've been working with you for 16 years and writing books, you know, thousands (laughs) of people and so many authors, they come up against this point where the coaching that I'm giving them is around letting go surrendering allowing not having to figure it all out from their own mental thinking because it's exhausting and it's not the way to write a really fantastic book so for those of you who might fall into that category of beating your head up against the wall a little bit when it comes to writing i invite you to you know remember yanya's stories around surrender and the miracles that happened and the freedom that came as a part of it. And like, if she can do, I don't want this to sound trite at all, but like if, if she can experience that level of surrender, both, you know, after escaping, you know, Poland, um, and surrendering in that moment before she's leaving the country, she'd known for 30 years without her husband. Um, and is a single mother now of her 13 year old son. like if she can, surrender and let go and allow in that kind of experience like I have to believe that wherever you may need to surrender and let go and allow with the birthing of your book um let Yanya's stories be like ah yes okay like I I can let go of this I can allow you know for this experience if she can do that I can do this here um in other areas of your life so um Thank you, Yanya, for sharing that amazing story. And, you know, were was there any other experience that you had, right? Because this was like the big departure from the life you knew and this whole new world and this, you know, this experience of just complete and total surrender and just miracles and literally knocking on your door within a couple of
1: hours. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Was there that any... Is, that is- Incredible. incredible. Yes. <laughs>
0: like this is how this is how it works, right? Like we're always the only ones in the way of just incredible abundance pouring upon That's us right. in all forms. So yeah. did anything else um you know happen that really moved you into the work, you know, that you've been doing now? Um you know, and for the last several years in terms of the healing work that you're doing and helping other people, you know, experience these kind of um releases if you will this kind of surrender
1: is there anything else well in terms of the healing um I wasn't I wasn't um (laughs) I had nothing to do with healing really healing to me was going to hospital and then you know (laughs) getting getting rid of something (laughs) yeah and um well the thing is after the death of my husband I really turned to spirituality because I had to learn how to live with the with the horror of what had happened to him while he was still alive in that plane you know yes and and um spirituality was the only way to go so then I really started researching and and living my spirituality and what helped me tremendously was a little book that somebody handed to me for no reason except that they were given it um, to you know as a very good read and they didn't know English (laughs) so (laughs) they couldn't read it (laughs) and and uh, the the person said you know English and I know you you're having a hard time right right now so maybe that will help you and the book is called Unveiled Mysteries mm. yeah so I said thank you very much and I started reading it and I tell you um I sat down one evening to read it and I At six o'clock in the morning, I had finished the whole book. I read through the whole night. I couldn't put it down. I simply couldn't put it down. And from there, I started um, really searching out what I could find about spirituality and God. And um, whatever name God goes by in your Mm -hmm. world. And I did go forward quite a bit quite a bit but not enough in fact I thought I was doing really well with my spiritual life because I had joined a um, um, an organization and I was going to 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 help them to um, put on seminars spiritual seminars and all that kind of thing every summer I spent four months there and I thought I was doing really good but at one point, what happened was I got, and now we're getting into the healing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a real problem with my foot. I didn't do anything to it, um, and it was swelling. A bone in my foot was hurting so much that I could hardly walk. The foot was swelling. The swelling was going right up into the um, into to my knee. No doctor could do anything about it. They couldn't diagnose it even. They said, we don't know what it is. We've never seen anything like it. And my leg was like an elephant's leg. I could see the moment if I even touched it, the skin would burst. It was so huge. And it was bright red, verging on violet. It, it really looked horrible. And the doctor said, we'll have to amputate. So I wasn't ready for amputation, and since I was already on the spiritual path, I decided to just sit and ask for illumination. <laughs> That's the only word for it. What can I do to 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 get, to you know get this healed? And days went by, and my and I was getting worse and worse. Until one evening, sitting there, the image the image of two shamans they were healers and shamans that I had not really personally met i had been i had listened to them on stage talking, and on two different occasions and the first one was Um, from hawaii i think a hawaiian uh, shaman and the the one thing he said to me he pointed right at me and said you over there you're a healer and i looked around to see who he was pointing to and it was (laughs) obviously me (laughs) so i i immediately replied no i'm not i have nothing to do with healing and um and I'm ashamed to say I even laughed because it just seemed so ridiculous and then he said i know I know why you're rejecting it and resisting it so much, and I can tell you, and he did actually, and then he said it was my choice whether to honor the path of a healer or to refuse it. I could choose it was my choice and so. I just said no, thank you. It's not for me. I know nothing about it. I'm not even interested, you know. And so I said no, and I promptly forgot all about it. Huh. The, the second time, a couple of years later, I think I was introduced to to a healer. And as soon as she looked at me, she said, "You're a healer." And I was quite taken aback, and I said, "No, I have nothing to do with healing." So she said, "That's strange." because I don't usually make a mistake like that, but that's okay, and at that time, I did not even remember that I had been told that before. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Sometimes,
0: like as we said in the beginning, so difficult at times to see ourselves, right, to really see ourselves and who we are and, you know, in our brightest, in our lightest in our essence right of the truth of who we are it's uh like here you are you're getting the message over and over and over Yeah,
1: yeah. and, I and you finally one. got it <laughs> well i finally got it when i was sitting there with my foot up on the stool and not being able to walk i finally got it because those two people their images just dropped into my head together and i heard the words you are a healer And so that was the absolute knowing. The penny dropped. I knew that I had been shown my path twice over and I refused to go on it. And I just knew that this was it, that, that this what I was called to do, quite regardless of my ability or capability. And this was the reason for my problem. That knowing was so strong, I just simply couldn't ignore it. And what I did is say to God immediately, if you want me to do this, I will. I will. Absolutely. But you have to bring me everything I need because I don't even know where I, where to start. Mm. I don't even know where to start. I just didn't know a thing about it. But it was an absolute firm commitment such as I had never done before. The feeling of it, I tell you, if if you have committed, and I know you must have committed to a lot of things in your life, but if you've never had that feeling, it wasn't the real strong commitment that I did. The the feeling I can't even describe it. There are no words for it. Powerful, power, and no it words.
0: changed everything, right? And I'm sure that kind of you know. Set you up to uh, have the experience I know about, you know, the other experience kind of coming where it led to you right in this book, you know, forgiveness, the path to create miracles, you've had quite a journey. So would you talk to us a little bit about Forgiveness, we're, we're this podcast is gonna run just a little bit long today. Um, so we'll be we'll be wrapped in hopefully maybe the next five, ten minutes, a little bit longer than usual. Um, but I do feel like it's important that I want to get your perspective, Yanya, on forgiveness, you know, the topic of your new book that we just published, and um a little bit of the story of how you came to know this power
1: of forgiveness so profoundly. Well, yes. It it happened actually. You talked about this um this event we were at with Ken Stone. Yes. Actually it happened during that event. It's it's just the synchronicity of this. I can I'm only starting to see it now. It's just <laughs> it's just amazing. Because at that event I was meditating one morning before we started our daily thing, and what came to me out of nowhere truly out of nowhere. I remembered um I remembered myself at nine years old, and I had just finished reading a book about the Teutonic Wars where a man was tortured in unspeakable ways for years and years during the Teutonic Wars. Um he had his torturer brought before him bound hand and foot to take his revenge at last. And he was given a dagger because he was blind and um yeah, he he, he really was in a bad way. <laughs> and lifting that dagger that was put in his hand, instead he just cut the cords of the prisoner and let him go free and I remember I was nine years old and I was I had tears in my eyes and my one deep desire in that moment I said what if I could forgive like that I mean that was a moment where I still now I remember it but it hadn't cropped up that remembrance for 60 years or so you know More than than eight, probably 80 years now, because I'm just 88. (laughs) Isn't that something? That is
0: something. And I'm going to speak to that in just a moment, but um, go on. (laughs) Forgiveness.
1: Forgiveness. In that moment, I wanted to be able to forgive like that. You know, somebody who had really shot my life to pieces totally, and to be able to just let him go and forgive. It was beyond me, and I just wanted that. And so, in one instant, I saw the reason for that flashback. I, I simply understood that I myself, together with my son and the man who had murdered him, before we were ever born, we had set up the whole scenario of my son's death just to fulfill my desire when I was nine, to forgive unimaginable wrongs.
0: Mm, How old was your son when he was murdered? 33.
1: Okay. And all those years later, I was in a situation where that desire could be fulfilled. You know, like I decades
0: later, to... what if I'm doing decades my math, later. right? Like 40 something years later, you're here. You are in Fort Collins, having this moment of awareness, seeing that nine-year-old girl in that memory. I want to be able to forgive like that. And then seeing the perfection of this situation and yeah. the contracts that were made the before you perfection. incarnate.
1: Yeah, Absolute perfection of the whole situation. Mm. So there was nothing to forgive. When I saw that, you know, I had only to choose to do it and I didn't even have to do it because I had understood that there was nothing to forgive because we had set it up, especially for the reason for me to be able to go deeper into forgiveness and into spirituality. I knew that we had just all agreed to that. My son and that man and me, we had all agreed that they would be the catalysts for my deeper spiritual awakening. And at that moment, I tell you, the gratitude that I felt is just impossible to describe. You know, I understood, I understood the divine love that had made a human being act in a criminal way. And I could even, I could even see further back to the author of the story <laughs> that sparked my desire to become more than I was, mm. you know it's 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 mind-boggling the things that happen. I had discovered the gift that was hidden in the tragedy, and I could only be grateful for the opportunity which which I had actually asked for to choose a higher response than anger and grief and incomprehension that I had felt and most people he would feel.
0: Yes. Yes. Such an incredible story, Yanya. This is, this is why, you know, we're kind of going over a few minutes here with today's show, because I just wanted you to get the essence of the story because all of you um, listening as transformational authors who are trying to, you know, get your books done and, you know, get your books out there in the world, Um, you know, this ability to forgive. And I get that it's out there. And if you want to learn more about like this level of forgiveness and how profoundly it can free you as you hear in Yanya's voice, um, then definitely go over to the show notes or go to Amazon and grab her book, Forgiveness, A Path to Create Miracles. Um, But this, you know, this is part of the author's journey. This is part of you freeing yourself right because forgiveness doesn't I mean yeah of course it frees the other but really like it it's about no, freeing it doesn't you. free
1: the other it doesn't free the other at all you know I I don't know whether the, the um that man was got his lesson out of it that's his choice
0: I know I got you. my
1: lesson it freed yes. me yeah yes as yes. I said In the beginning, it's nothing to do with the other person. Forgiveness has nothing to do with the other people. It's only for yourself. It's to free you. Yes. And if it frees the other person, great. But if it doesn't, it's not my responsibility. It's their responsibility to actually take the lesson and learn from it.
0: So beautifully said. I feel like some of you right now listening need to take a deep breath with what you just heard around forgiveness, really freeing you. And maybe you want to look, you know. And maybe it's you know your book is bringing something up for you. Maybe there's you know a situation happening in your life that's bringing something up for you. Um, but you know, just take a breath and allow yourself to embrace this concept that this forgiveness is going to free you. And and as a result, allow you to experience yourself differently in the world in every area aspect of the world including the expression of your true essence on the pages of your book so this is why i wanted to talk with yanya today i wanted you to hear her story i also wanted any of you who are thinking oh it's too late for me <laughs> you know did you yanya is 88 and she just published her second book and
1: her first book just came out a couple of years ago so um and actually christine i will add one thing to it i only started on all this at the age of 75 so there you have it right never too
0: late big takeaway i want you to take away from this conversation today it's never too late and forgiveness frees you and if you want to have that deeper experience forgiveness like i said please go and take a look at yanya's um at Yanya's book. And if you want to dive deeper into some of this, um, like these much deeper layers of what it really means to be an author, then I encourage you to also check out thesacredcontainer.com. Again, that's thesacredcontainer.com. I'm doing my first ever special live eight-week training. It's like all of this deeper... Um, foundational work for authors before They actually start the journey of writing the book. It's all going to be happening in the sacred container. And again, the first class starts live, I think, October 29th. Um, This is airing on the night. That's
1: exciting. Yes. My goodness.
0: Oh, my goodness. I am so excited. I know I can't tell you. I'm so excited. Um, So if you're listening to this, when we released it on the 19th. You've got 10 days to go check out the sacred container and join me live for this eight-week journey, which is going to set you up for success, not only in authorship, but in for you in your, in every aspect of your life as we do this deeper dive together. Um, So anyway, Yanya, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Um, Congratulations on, you know, the publishing of your second book at age 88, like yay, (laughs) Yanya, you're such an inspiration. And is there any oh, like quick, you. you know, word of wisdom that you want to share as we close up the show here with our authors listening in regards to,
1: you know, their writing journey? Yeah, well, I think just, just love yourself exactly as you are in every moment. Just love yourself. And also, um, that means loving your spirit since you are one with it. Mm. and the love you have just felt through that love you are becoming more like your spirit is because spirit never judges you it loves every aspect of you whatever you may think and that is the most important thing just accept yourself exactly as you are because God accepts you exactly as you are and loves you as you
0: are so beautifully said. Yeah. Thank you, Yanya. And uh yeah, um, there's nothing quite, I think there's nothing quite like, well, there's lots of things, but authorship is certainly one thing that really presses us up against that self-love edge. You know, can yes. I love myself here? Can I love yes. myself here? Can I love myself here? So um such beautiful words to close on today. So thank you, Yanya, for being here on the show today. I'm um, always amazing to talk with you and hopefully I'll get to see you in person you know sometime um in the next few years here and just give you a hug and celebrate all oh, of your I amazingness. Oh, I would
1: so love to give you a hug again. Uh, it really would be such a pleasure. But with traveling these days, yes. look at what's happening.
0: <laughs> I know, I know it's going to be a little while, I think, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hold my vision that we get to do that at some point. Well, some I could
1: give you a virtual hug yes. through Zoom. Okay? Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> perfect, and I want to thank all of you for listening, for being here, um, and for really, like, tapping on that link to listen to an episode of get your book done on the power of forgiveness. Like it speaks to where you are, this journey that you're on the openness of your heart to just be more of who you were born to be because forgiveness is as part of that process of liberation um, and expression and healing and wholeness and freedom and all of that. Um, helps, you know, helps you write that book from that deepest um, essence. So I just want to thank you for, you know, clicking to listen to this episode today and for being here. And of course, I look forward to next time that we get to join you on the next podcast episode. And until then, happy writing, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.